In this episode of the podcast, I'll be answering um, the questions on slide 77. So first, what is the legacy of World War II? And uh, so first, how did it change the world? Um, I don't know. I think it was a quite a big wake-up call um, for how at least how they handled like the uh, the end of World War One and uh, the Depression. Um, clearly, they they attempted to try and reunite the world after. Um, however, eventually, history was found to repeat itself because they didn't really um, support a lot of the countries after the war. Um, for example, with Germany, they um, they made them have a huge uh, war debt, and uh, that that led Germany to have sort of a uh, they were kind of uh, desperate, so that's how Hitler came into power. Um, and uh, but anyway, after World War II, people realized this. So then the the United Nations was formed to help. It was trying to. It was basically trying to be a better version of the League of Nations. Um, and this time, the United States actually joined it. So hopefully, that would help um, fix this issue from happening again. Also, I think the whole nationalistic idea, I mean, though with the Cold War, there was still a lot of nationalism between Russia or the Soviet Union and the United States. The whole idea of um, joining a war just because um, like one of your allies um, goes to war, that whole like idea is kind of stopped um, as it kind of leads to just bigger and bigger conflicts that that eventually leads to more death and more destruction. So the whole idea of having um, allies to uh, go to war with kind of slows down and stops um, as it just leads to worse and bigger wars. Um, also, fascism is kind of knocked out after the world, World War II, so that is another difference made. And um, even though fascism is technically, um, it was kind of defeated. Um, I mean, it still exists in, for example, in Spain and other states. There are still dictators in the world. However, um, Germany and other places, they kind of um, lose their dictatorships and uh, try to form a more democratic structure. All right. And for um, B, how is it remembered? Um, world War II is remembered as probably the biggest and most destructive war in history. Um the obviously the uh, the winners of the war, Britain and United States, are kind of praised for it for trying to fight, I guess, the evil of fascism and the dictators. Um, a lot of countries, uh, well, for example, uh, Germany and Japan are kind of looked at very uh, negatively after the war. Um, I guess the saying that like uh, war is taught by the or war is um worst told by the victors is kind of true because the J Japanese and um, the Japanese and uh, the Germans like the Nazi Germany they're seen they're seen as very very negative as they were very aggressive and um, killed a lot of people so that makes sense um, also it is also remembered as kind of uh, the start of a uh, conflict, kind of the start of the Cold War, right after World War II ends, um, it's clear that tension is rising between the Soviet and uh, Soviet Union 
and um, in the United States. So even though the second uh, atomic bomb, some people believe that that was only just so the United States could kind of show the Soviet Union our power. And um, it's also remembered uh, in addition to being like the pre-Soviet Union um, conflict, um, it's also, it's also uh, kind of remembered in infamy as many, many people died, many Americans died. Um, there are many uh, thousands of history books and other things uh, kind of explaining how many people died and how large and destructive this war was actually for us. Um, so um, that's another way that it uh, is remembered. Uh, it is remembered for being one of the largest, most destructive wars in history and hopefully the last one of the scale. The uh, atomic bombs are also a huge part in how it is remembered because obviously the war was ended with the atomic bombs um, and just that the amount of death that happened so quickly because of the atomic bombs, um, it is remembered uh, well and uh, it is kind of, it's kind of like a warning of like if, if for like the, uh, the Cold War, if they continue on this path of nuclear destruction, then most uh then many many millions and billions of people might die and now for how i'm preparing for the a push exam so what i've done so far is obviously i've read um all the way up to 1945 in the in the textbook doing finishing the podcast assignment um i am i have looked at the uh the uh a push uh practice exam yeah, the second one. Um, I'm planning to do that probably this weekend, and then maybe the second one also this weekend. Uh, I'm also going to look at the periods, guys, and then maybe uh, look up some video, like some crash courses over them, because I did that for um, AP World, and that actually really helped me. Uh, one thing though is that I do have I do have the AP Physics test. Um, before the A push test, so that that would be on this. It's coming up this Monday, which is just in a few days. But that means that most of my attention will probably go to that test, like for right now. But once I'm done with that test, all my attention will be on A push. So, yeah, I might be a little more focused on AP physics up until Monday. But then after that, I'll be trying to kind of cram in for A push. Um, what am I nervous about? Uh, I would say I'm most nervous about the, uh, the first period is like the, uh, the, um, war for independence, like the USA's independence against Britain, uh, that I'm kind of worried about cause I was, we learned that like such a long time ago. So I might forget some of this stuff, um, but I'll, I'll definitely look back at the period guides and then probably look at some of the slides that we um, did back then. Um, also, like leading up to the Civil War, that's also been quite a long time, so I need to review on that stuff. Um, what am I confident about? I'm I'm fairly confident uh, from post-Civil War era, like I would say between World War One to World War Two, so Depression and World War Two era, I feel pretty good on because obviously we just did that. Um, also World War One, uh, we learned a lot of that stuff in uh, 
in uh, world history also. So I feel pretty good about basically World War One until until 1945. Um, however, the stuff before that, I need to review a little bit just to make sure. Um, I don't think I have any questions, but and what would be most helpful as you prepare? Um, I guess maybe you could uh, you could try to find some some good videos that might help us kind of get a good preview over over the last few decades. That would that would be probably the most helpful. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it.